Following the 2014 release of Tusk, Kevin Smith brings Harley Quinn Smith and Lily Rose Depp back to the big screen to reprise their roles in Smith's new feature, Yoga Hosers. 15-year-olds Colleen Collette and Colleen McKenzie are on their smartphones constantly, sing in a small band, and take yoga classes. The girls will do just about anything to receive an invitation to a senior party, but when they discover the leader of a Nazi splinter group has been raising an army of monsters beneath the store where they work, the teens team up with a legendary manhunter, Johnny Depp, to stop the world-threatening uprising. Join the Colleen Coalition and get your tickets today for Kevin Smith's Yoga Hosers in select theaters now. We will not be driven by fear into an age of unreason. Oh my god, guys, listen up. I have an announcement to make. Did you guys know that I'm, like, the number one Google search last week? It could be the stuff of history, however, one way or the other. Okay, is Jessica Simpson here yet? And to those critics who are so pessimistic about our economy, I say, don't be economic girly man. How many sides does a triangle have? Damn, four. There's no side. One. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Last week on Earth. Hello, everybody. We are doing it a little bit differently this week. Um, we're at the Hollywood Improv. We're coming to you. I was going to say live, but it's not live because this is obviously a podcast and has been recorded. But just last night, we're going to have, you know, approximately, we're upstairs above the lab in the podcast recording studio with like plush couches and drapes and crazy cool shit. It's a library vibe, really. It feels a little Anne Frankish right now. <laughs> <laughs> the way you're doing it, you're whispering and everyone's listening. And we're take, everybody, take off your shoes and only walk at night. <laughs> There are a lot of Jewish people in here. This is literally the second Anne Frank joke I've heard tonight. I've heard four or five. I've heard a couple, yes. Today's National Holocaust Remembrance Day. Anne Frank joke. I'm already planning where I'm going to hide in the bookcase. (laughs) (laughs) I almost broke the Anne Frank house once, no joke, when I went backpacking through Europe when I was a... After I graduated high school with my best friends, and we had these huge backpacks that went, mine went like three feet above my head, and I went to see the bookcase. So non-conducive from hiding from Germans. It's really not. <laughs> no, I was like yeah. extra right, right, right. pinpointing me. And I, it's like a big step up into the attic once you pass the staircase. Right. And I just took a big jump, and my backpack jetted above my head very fast and aggressively. It's a very heavy backpack. It's this rickety old house that's been there for like 150 years. The whole Anne Frank's house. Fucking shook. Oh, shit. I was afraid I was gonna break it, dude. Damn. Yeah, I know. I mean, I mean, if Hitler could how, break it, how would you like to be known as the Jew? Oh my God. Who leveled Anne Frank's house? <laughs> <laughs> the irony. That would be worse than what Bieber wrote in, in the guest book there. <laughs> oh, what did he write? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He visited right. there and he, he wrote. You said Mel, B- Mel Gibson was right. This is. <laughs> oh, geez. Oh, geez. That's a mere K, by the way. I have to start identifying everybody because there's so many people here. Is it too um, late now wrote... to say sorry? Madeline <laughs> oh. White, great one Only right if there. You're paying us reparations. No, I'm just kidding. All right. All right. Man, I won't uh, label that with Richard Jassler then. <laughs> um, <laughs> Reparations were we, we never asked for reparations all cuts. It's actually a decent question, Richard. Because That's we're Jews, really we'll go back. Oh, you guys get birthrights. Oh, birthright. birthright. oh, damn. Birthright's a, birthright's a thing. Birthright's a thing. He yeah. wrote Justin Bieber wrote in the uh, what's it called? The guest book. Um I uh I'm so sorry about what happened. It's a bummer that that Anne wasn't alive now. I bet she would be a a believer. Oh, oh my oh I remember that. I remember that. 
with her. Why? Because she was a 13 year old girl? She was, exactly. That's funny. That's good, too. Chrissy, I don't know your last name, but that was good. Bolu. Bolu? Yeah. No, it's not. It's French. It's Bolu. Bolu. Yeah. French Canadian. I'm a Bolu-ber. Well, it's Canadian, you know. Please don't take offense. Yes, exactly. Oh, really? But I'm not related to those people. I wish. <laughs> I'd be more of an alcoholic then. Ah, gotcha. <laughs> well, then it's good you're not. I, if you're already an I alcoholic. Know. Uh, let me introduce set the rest of the, of the stage. We're sitting here upstairs. The improv. We're just going to do about a 20 or so minute chat about the week with some very interesting group of people. Haven't had a lot of guests recently. I'm changing that tonight, as you've already heard. We have Amir K, one of the stars and cast members on the new <laughs> Mad TV. Mm-hmm. Let them hear your voice so we can establish a connection to who you are. Hey guys, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying your actual. No, this is my actual speaking voice, which is there kind it is. of rare. But what are you doing tomorrow night, Ben? Uh, you're asking me out in a seductive, low, dulcet tone? <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> and then he smiled at a woman. <laughs> out of uncomfortability. Did you throw a wink in there at the end of it? Mean, there's no wink. There's no wink. But let's, uh, let's And we've got Kayla Chaikin, who is a Vine star. Uh, you're hilarious on Vine. Thank you. You're very, very funny. And say a couple more words than just that so we can identify you. I, I think that's it for me. You're six seconds always. <laughs> six seconds always. <laughs> you guys are having way too much fun. Jay. Oh, this is Jay the... I blame Ben. That's right, baby. the most funnest guy in the whole room. Oh, that's nice. I love you, Jay. Jay's the manager of the improv. One of the... You know you're in good hands when the manager says most fun. That is very true. Most That's fun. Richard Chastler you just heard right there. Great comedian. Uh... Very funny man. We've got Madeline White. A you are a journalist. You are an actor. You do many things. You're a TV host. See, si, senor. Oh whoa! And a linguist. Oh my! Yeah. Wow. Oh, you know, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. So mm-hmm. she will only be speaking in Spanish or weird accents like that for the rest. Of, you you don't you won't even know what my voice is when you hear this because I will be in a different accent or language every single time yeah every, starting now every podcast listener is going to kill themselves after this like I can't I can't everyone's changing I don't know what anyone's saying Madeline parlez-vous le français you don't know me oh hilarious um, and then of course no podcast would be complete without my oftentimes partner in crime the and you'll have to take this analogy Robin to my Batman what is up with the intros at the comedy store Robert comes out Robert and, Heyman. and now you're host a guy that looks like he's gay but isn't Ben Morrison now I'm Robin at Ben the Morrison at Amir K. Comedy at Richard Chastler at, at Richard Chastler Kayla L. Chaikin C-H-A-I-K-I-N at Richard Chastler at Madeline White are we talking Twitter? Yeah. People Maddie can R. Along. White, sweetie. M-A-D-D-Y-R White. Yes. Cool. And I'm, as always, at, at Brad Pitt. At Brad Pitt. <laughs> <laughs> Unders- like, oh. Underscore hottie. Uh, That's correct. I just correct. realized I said I'm blaming Ben. Yeah. But which one? Good point. Yeah. Oh. And people and people don't know Jay because we have a rap group named Ben's. You can listen to it at SoundCloud.com slash Ben's Ben's Ben's. Literally, our whole life is like that movie Parent Trap. Oh, oh my god, that's exactly right. Uh, I am We're doing my, my my podcast. I don't know if you're aware of this. This is Jay sure. Chase. Love you, buddy. Hey, by the way, all bullshit aside, this is a timeout. But bullshit, all all you comics, this is why we built this room. You heard it here first, right? <laughs> I mean, listen, it's nice. It's, you guys can come hide out. I'm recording my podcast right now. We're on literally my phone, podcasting. No 
My podcast is recording right now. You're on it. Yeah, you're on it. But your your commercial breaks have been absolutely amazing. As is your double. And another word from Jay. Our sponsor. Please tell me uh, yeah. you're not recording. 100% we're recording, yes. Okay, comes in, he's like, this is why we did it. Podcast? Uh, oh, no. Welcome to the World Famous Hollywood Improv. All you comics out there, come join. Save it. We already got most funniest. Yeah. <laughs> it is the best. It's the most, most legendary building place. in comedy. Most it's the most. It's the most legendary building in comedy. And... Hey, Comedy Juice is the hottest you night. You guys are up here right now enjoying yeah. the space. You've made that point so clear. We love so you. Sweet. Thank you, Jay. Wait till I like my bowl. Thank you, Jay. I love you. We're in love with you. Jay Chase. Wait, why did they build this managers room? Do so we could be up here <laughs> enjoying it. So we could... So, is this a cocaine room? Is this like sometimes? Uh, that might have been the back stage at the Comedy Store in the seven years the glass piano. It was. And by the way, also, Brain Trust listening, we're at 19% of my phone's battery, so our time is limited. Oh, I forgot to put an airplane mode. That'll help. Uh, anyway, so we're going to briefly discuss the last week on Earth, some of the things happening in the world, and then we're going to do quick Twitter answers and wrap it up. So we're already seven and a half minutes deep, just so y'all know. Um, Amir, so we're going to do a quick round robin of questions for each of you, mm-hmm. and then we're going to discuss the week. So quickly, Amir K., you're on Mad TV. Are you loving the experience? It's another pretty legendary, pretty famed infamous show and comedy yeah it's a they great it institution back. it's uh, good to be on the show i don't know if that's what's going on in the world this week but uh no just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely just wrapped so it's cool the couple episodes left to air and uh it's been just a fucking fun experience man i've never thought i'd wear that many wigs and mustaches on uh, <laughs> that's cool week. thank you for the laugh we all wear Without hats that, in life <laughs> yeah, we all wear different hats and it's been fun and it's like something i uh, grew up watching so it's fucking amazing to be on that's very cool and we shared some uh couple Stories together downstairs. You and I. Yeah. Yeah, we did. We'll we'll save those when we're not Again, recording. What are you pad. doing tomorrow night? <laughs> <laughs> Call that kid. Call Let's that kid. get fucking dinner, I'm man. Let's downstairs. do it. No, I'll no. be in Dallas tomorrow night, actually. So please come out to the shows, you guys. At hyenas and Plano tomorrow night, and then Dallas the next two nights after that. Um, Kayla, Jaken, do you think six seconds? And you're you're all about Vine, and I know you're trying to transition now to YouTube, which is limitless. And like, do you think six seconds was a great creative challenge, or was it? That's Amir's phone. Uh, that's my phone, and it's time for me to leave. Thank you so much. You're not going anywhere. No, no, no. You understand? Sorry, sorry. So do you think six seconds is... What do you think about it, in general? I think six seconds... It's it's unfortunate now because my mind works in six seconds often. Um, my dick works in six seconds. Oh, Mine too. He calls it his vine. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've been more something. It's just like Vine, it's just not the endless loop. So, you think in six seconds, is it good, you think, for our brains to do this? Was it a good exercise? No, I, I think, I think, <coughs> I, I always, I would insult a lot of Viners by always saying to them, I think I would do better in, on longer platforms. Um, and <laughs> I didn't mean to, it would just come out. And, and I think it's, I don't, I find Vine, it can be very restricting, especially when you like to do impressions and accents and voices and characters. I that's what I like to do. I like to do characters. That's mm. my thing. Do you do YouTube or anything like that? So I'm just beginning to transition to YouTube. Oh, cool. I made one YouTube video months ago. Seven hits. <laughs> <laughs> Over a thousand views. Uh, thank you. Thanks. Almost two thousand. And and I didn't do too much promotion on it. So so I'm I'm. Just getting back into that now. I'm forced. It's going to be a weekly thing. Writing so important to me and creating content so important to me. And, and she's clutching a Louis bag, by the way. So Vine <laughs> is going well. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Louis in Chinese. It's, it was my grandma's. Oh, oh my god, Thanks, Richard. Grammy. Yes. How long have you been doing stand up? 
30 years this year. Wow. wow. Son of a bitch. So four people in the room just collapsed. Cheers. <laughs> 30 years. Yeah, I just had my anniversary in February. Jeez. That's amazing. Yeah. What? How does it, how has it changed for you over the years? For me personally or yeah. the business as for a whole? For you personally. And also, have you thought about taking a comedy class? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I've made some personal decisions about four or five years ago to not be on the road 40 weeks a year. So for, lovely decision. Yeah. So for me, it's changed in that I'm not on the road as much, but I'm doing more voiceover work. So I'm supplementing. Yeah. And that's Ben's, uh, by the Ben's way, Ben's fucking vape. Going, that sounds again, like somebody's going, Shh. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that was the deep-hearted answer. You can't definitely yeah. that much. Do it between words or on laughter or some shit. Again, that's my point. The professionalism sometimes. Yeah. A and by the way, if I may, if I may, the difference right there between Batman and Robin. Thank you. Oh, Just say it. Shots fired. Just say it. That's why I say it. Over the bow, not a direct hit. No, not a direct hit, but fair but enough. But over fair the enough. bow. <laughs> he, you ain't sinking no battleship and yet, but it's, it's, we've marked contact. That's all I'm saying is that's 30 years right there, exactly. you say. Right. That's what you yeah. learn in not 30 years. 30 years of talking. Right. Ben's like, yeah. yeah, it sounds like a shh. And that's how I heard it the first time. Do it again for the listeners, please. It sounds like somebody going fucking shh. Right, so, so all that dead air that people are listening to right now, that's Ben Morrison. <laughs> well, I am so glad I came up here for this. I'm bad, glad you invited me. <laughs> in, in, in Ben's defense, uh, you know, we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, no, he's the best. He's the, one, he's the most frequent guest on the podcast. I so. have had a man crush yeah. on Ben since I met him. That's really sweet. Love the man. So, how's the so you decided to get off the road, and so... Yeah, so it's changed for me in that I'm not on the road so much anymore. Uh, you know, and I'm getting to supplement my comedy with... I'm doing a lot more voiceover work, so... Awesome. Yeah, I'm very lucky I that way. I could tell that your voice was a good voiceover voice. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate that. Why don't you call me at 1.30 or 2, yeah. and I'll show you just how good it is. Oh, my... Yeah, I get that a lot. People say that. And I then don't you call him why. and he's like, he's like, what are you wearing? I'm all like, no. <laughs> I'm like, what are you fucking <laughs> calling me for? It's two in the morning, man. Like, what are you calling me? Are you wearing underwear? <laughs> 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 it's like shiny from Scooby-Doo. Nothing turns me on more than a good Scooby-Doo. I'm telling you. Scoops. I think Casper's about to come. Zoing, zoing scoops. Oh yes. my God. The condom slips off, and you're like, "Rot roll." <laughs> <laughs> and Morrison's back, ladies and gentlemen, with a big redeeming one fat punchline. Brings you right back. <laughs> <laughs> and there with goes great impression. You again. do impressions. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's that's why you're Mad TV, buddy. That's a great vape impression. <laughs> <laughs> you I have a new character. I write a vape sketch. Wait, no, I mean, sure there you go. You got a new character. The vape pen. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> the vape pen. The vape pen. Play, costume. A lot of people don't own this, but they replaced the vape pen noise in Mad TV with my voice. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm the actually pen, the vape pen. Go look at my IMDb, motherfucker. It's cheaper to hire me than an actual vape pen for exactly. the spot. Hilarious. <laughs> um, Madeline White. Finally, someone pronounces it like it should be. You need to really hit that W H. White. White. Why are you saying it that way? I don't know. I just for some reason really want to pronounce a lot of that word. Why wouldn't you? Thank you. Well, we can talk in certain places other people can't. Jewish Jewish people. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Israelis especially. Oh yeah. That's right. Jewish people. Six seconds of. Right. That's how she kills it on Vine, mostly just guttural sounds for six seconds <laughs> at a time. I love guttural sounds. So, 
you have done all kinds of different reporting over the course of your career so far. You've done entertainment reporting. You've done music reporting. You've done some news reporting. Yes. Uh, some I've seen some of your videos that are like interest on hard hitting serious topics, and someone mm-hmm. on more on more light topics. What do you prefer, and do you think that we need a dose of all of it, or do you think it's good to, like, separate the way we get uh, the news? Okay, well, uh, what I, when I tell people what I want to be, they laugh at me. <laughs> because, like, generally what I want to be, I feel like, doesn't even really exist yet. But I, like, I want to be a talk show host with, like, a feminist comedy angle. Um, and that's kind of what I've been trying to produce right now. Uh, me and one of my best friends, my like, colleague from USC, I just graduated my master's in journalism with her. And um, we've been producing, like, basically it's like a talk show where we just, like, make fun of shit that happens to women in the news. <laughs> like, make, not, <laughs> not, cool. not, not make fun of women, but of the... Yeah, like this bitch like today. Situation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 like, the whole angle. Like, 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 the way that the media covers women, you mean? No, uh, just, just, uh, we just explore women's topics, essentially. And then we, like, interview mold-breaking females. Basically, like, the whole theme is that, like, punk's not dead. These are women that are breaking the mold mm. and, in our, like, current society. And, like, this is how they're doing it. And, like, the whole point is to, like, inspire other young females and there's like so much potential with that now with social media and like and all uh, you know all that jazz. That's Make cool. that woman pastor who shut down Donald. That Trump was gangster, speech, right? That, that was, was something that happened during this last week on Earth, so we can transition into it, it that way. I did that for you, by the way. Thank you very really much. Yeah, you you, you did in a lot of radio in your career, guys. Fraser Smith. Maybe you do this one behind the scenes. <laughs> 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 if that's in defense of Ben Morrison, I'll take it. Oh, wow. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, oh, I could run so this again. week, <laughs> Trump was invited to go speak at a church in Flint, Michigan, and the reverend, this great lady that invited him there, I guess she'd introduced him, I didn't see the full clip, I only saw his part, and then he is speaking about the crisis in Flint, and as he is all, always want to do, he just transitions immediately into shit-talking Hillary. So literally, in the middle of the speech about Flynn, the horrible water crisis, people that can't get clean water, he goes, Hillary, I mean, she fails at everything she does, okay? She fails. Okay? <laughs> She's failed everywhere. She failed in Iraq. She failed with the nuclear deal. And a, a sentence and a half into about that length of what I said, she runs across the stage up to him and goes, Mr. Trump, I invited he- you here to talk about the Flynn crisis, not to do a campaign speech, please. And he immediately falls, he goes, Absolutely. No, of course. I'll, I'll, I'll go back to Flint. I'll go back to Flint. And he just went back to Flint. And he went right back to going, it's terrible. The water is the worst. The water is the worst. The water is the worst. I don't know anybody here has ever been to Flint. I've worked there several times. And like, Oh, yeah, absolutely. And Holly, Michigan also. And it is a really depressed place. And the people who live there live there and have always lived there and right. really really That's what proud, hurts my heart so much. amazing like, people mm-hmm. that right. live in Flint, Michigan. It hit this like it, town full of heart and just yeah. loyalty. It's bananas that we can't prioritize and tackle problems better in our country. It's, it's insane. Dude, and they have even money to for that words, degree, but, not enough to feed but that's the reason why. Right. Isn't that crazy? It's, it's about percent? the money. Follow the money. That's <laughs> what you say. Let's repeat it's that. It's a two-part Shakur lyric. When it rains, the, the wars, they got money for wars. We can't feed the poor. 
Right. Yeah. And that's like such a prolific thing. It's insane. I mean, and it's just true. It's the military industrial complex that perpetuates itself. That Absolutely. We're warned of. And a lot of motherfuckers make money on it. That's yeah, right. Yeah, so many people. Tupac died like 20 years yeah, ago. Yeah, Eisenhower yeah. seriously warned yeah. us about that. When Eisenhower left office, he absolutely warned us about that. Have you watched that? First hand experience. Anyone who hasn't seen it, you should YouTube this right now. Uh, Eisenhower's closing address. Oh, I've watched it several times. Oh, uh, it's intense. Uh, it's Eisenhower's beware of the military industrial complex taking over our right. society. It's like this prophetic He's crazy. Literally saying, "Don't have happen exactly what we." Yeah. That's the president of the United States saying to the public. Yeah, you saw it, you saw it live, so it's a little different. <laughs> I <didn't see> it. <laughs> okay, wait. Uh, I didn't see it live. Uh, I saw well, it the I next day on the news game. when I was allowed Rusty. to be away. Hilarious. Guys. But so no, let me oh, not freak yeah. everybody listening out and everybody in the room. But you can't, like I say sometimes in this joke I've been developing, I'm trying to understand Trump. And I'm no Trump supporter. I fucking hate Trump, but I think he should not become president, of course. Ben's wearing a Trump 2016 shirt right now. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's a oh, great no. shirt. And it's crossed out. It says 2020. Made in China. China. It's made in China. You can't compete here. That's not our China. 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 But here's what's, here's why it's a real legitimate possibility does not save Trump. He says, this is my day drinking shirt. Uh, why Trump has a chance to actually win and why Trump oh is supported by so many people is that's one of the things he says and that t technically probably he would be better for than Hillary Clinton who has a hawkish history and a hawkish tendencies to start wars and is not mm -hmm. afraid to entangle and, that, and a lot of those those things feed a lot of the, the machine that she's a very entrenched part Absolutely of. Absolutely And true. Trump says all the time, we ha we can't give all this aid everywhere else when our own country is suffering so much. We can't let people come into our country when ben, we're struggling here. Your phone's been dead for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> if, if it has, then I have a real question. <laughs> oh, he talks no. about, it's still going, we okay. are at 14%. Okay. okay, I have a question based on what you're yeah, saying. Please. So, do you honestly believe, as earnest as Barack Obama was, and as earnest as John Kennedy was, who actually got killed mm. for not the only one who never went along with the plan? He and got he, killed. I never heard of that. He's the example. <laughs> Do you really think that if Trump became president and every single person in the hire said, well, this is how it really works mm. and we are going to war because... He would fold in a second like he did to the yeah. pastor Are you today. kidding me? That's a good point. In two seconds, he... Thank God, but but in two but, seconds, and then he'd be left with the rest of his bullshit policies, right. and and a guy now who's right. a billionaire warmonger because they're gonna go. By the way, we can increase your profits now too. Right, and they say so. Look, uh, you can't stop military industrial. We won't let you, or we'll shoot you, or we'll kill you right. like the Kennedy. Absolutely. Here's the footage of who really killed him, and but we'll, <laughs> French but, assassin. We will French let assassin. you. We will let you build the wall. We will let you say <laughs> fucked up shit. We'll even finance it and kill some people along the way. Right. We'll even pretend Mexico paid for it. We'll yeah. put your name in the account. We'll even, it's on the right here, Jose Gonzalez. We'll even let you manufacture the bullets and put your name on them. Trump bullets. Trump the bullets. Great. These bullets. are the best bullets in the world. I like the best bullets. Everybody knows. Everyone knows they travel further and eighteen Trump impressions. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I know more about making bullets in the Remington family. Nobody's oh, made gosh. bullets more than I have. I got to tell Jay the manager. That was really comes good. Over. <laughs> yeah. He goes, "Hey guys, what did I tell you?" That's my Trump. Oh, <laughs> really? Your Trump goes. 
Hey, hey guys, okay. Hey guys. Okay. Hey guys. Your joke sounds like Vinny. We've got to let you go. <laughs> hey, get the fuck out of here. Amir, I'm so sorry you've been let go from Mad TV. That was not a good one. <laughs> Shit. We're going to get rid of this. I just threw Ben's phone. <laughs> this is the most high budget. Over, uh, this is the most high budget podcast they've ever done. We're doing into my iPhone on a dead battery. That's the way that I do dirty talk. I, don't, uh, I, I do voiceover voices and sound effects too. I'm like, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna come. The whole parade is on. Yeah, I don't have a parade at the end. That was unnecessary. <laughs> and I think I'm called for it, to be honest. I have Can you imagine though if there was a parade every time you came? Way to do the pot commercial, guys. Symbols and shit I mean, I'm not going to say that it's like a prayer every time I come, but every time I come, a, a high school marching band does aggressively march out of the room fast. Oh, and, 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 and a 13-year-old boy cries. Because oh. he's fucking a 13-year-old boy in the show. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, you very funny to oh. to to calm people down by saying how bad it actually was. Classic com- comedy technique. Hopefully, people understand that. You know what I mean? Nothing is going to calm the nerves more than a little pedophilia. Yeah, absolutely. Oof. So uh, you and guys, that's the time. changing <laughs> topics. Uh, Sandusky, great or really great? Oh my god. I'm kidding. We had to go further with the. You got the. I'm sorry. Some shit I, I, used to say, I know. So I'm so pissed at me. I was just trying to follow the worst joke possible thing that Amir did. I, was I just did. Trying. Just fucking make it that joke. It was great. I yeah, but it. I mean, as far as like pedophile jokes and mirrors, it was really good. <laughs> <laughs> Put a little pasta on there. Wow. Oh. That was a masterpiece. I mean, if we're going to be technical, I made the same joke right before with the marching band. It was more cartoony. Then you made it dark with the 13-year-old. Yeah, and I was just trying to bring it back. Really good pedophile. <laughs> All in the title. Thank you. Thank you. you know? Oh, my God. Like, like you knock on any door and tell them what no. you've done. You cannot wait longer than 18 years. You can't. <laughs> so, yeah, no. so we have to of... change topics. Immediately. All right. Yeah, let's move on. Okay. So... I think you're making me feel better about the fact that Trump wouldn't, but but no one knows that, so he still might win. Yeah, that's my point. So what I'm saying is, we need to figure out how to like communicate how to what is what do you guys think? What is but the do you answer? How do you come back? Here's my here's my concern: is like, yeah, we a lot of us liberal city folk who are using social media are all making memes about Trump and saying how ridiculous he is, and like that's the general consensus on Facebook and all that shit. Trump's a joke, right? Right. But, like, I, I just don't want this to be in a group of... I mean, we always debate about things. On, we always make memes. We always debate about our, like, cultural icons and stuff. But, like, this actually requires action from people. Like, you need to actually vote. On like, that same note. Let, let I don't finish your point. Well, I know, I know. Let it go. Oh, well, no, I pretty much made it. Like, you But, know. no, on the same note, I don't think, like, you know, how we're talking here, and we live in L.A. or whatever, and it's like... I don't think Trump supporters ever would even be open-minded to the things that we're talking about. Right now. Well, Once that's a, a good point, too. Like but we would hope that we'd have some influence on them in some way right. where they would see the jokes we're making about I mean, 60% then, of them think Obama's a Muslim. I don't think we're going to fucking influence him with our, with our hot podcast. Because, because he is Muslim. Muslim. That's Muslim. <laughs> 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 but he's an American Muslim. <laughs> and they think he's Muslim because of Trump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazily. 
and they think that he was born in Kenya because of Trump. Both right. lies. He's a Christian man born right. in Hawaii. Yeah. He, he made, I mean, the funny thing, Trump, Definitely his whole issue was made him show his birth certificate. Right. He actually yeah. got the president to do it. Yet he won't disclose his tax returns. And still did not, yeah, well, and still did the, not uh, fucking, right? Fucking acknowledge he was a citizen. At the end of that, at least be like, okay, he showed it. I was wrong, at least can I see the point. I was right. Wrong. I won't show tax returns, right. right. But the point I was making is that, Trump supporters, you're right, Amir, would not Did be would not thing? be into the usual bunch of liberals in a circle yeah. bashing him. Or common fucking, but you know, what I was trying to say was that's why it's very important to actually try to understand what it is they like because that they will listen to. No, well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think they, they need well, help? Or do you think the that thing. Local TV, Fox right, News, here. they don't go on inter- the internet. You know, it's those like, of us that are on the road, they're on the internet. Maybe they are. I don't They're on alt-right my sites. My fear is that Fox they're just watching Fox News somewhere yeah. in middle America. I, 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 that's that's they're not even on Facebook. That's, that's true. That's not watching other outlets for media. They're not. Right. And that's the thing. You get indoctrinated by whatever source you're watching. So only every racist Don't talk over people. No talking over people. You can't be doing this. That's the that's the problem. It's like no one side is ever seeing the other. So it's that's the problem with There's not and a it's critical like whoever thinking. is like, you know a, a bigger population of like this supporter or that supporter. And it's like right. if two <laughs> opposing sides are not listening. You know, right? It comes. It's a, it's an interesting thing because you know we travel, we travel, we're on the road, we do stand up. So well, we, you less these days. I'm still right. And we meet people, and it, it's a belief system that you're really talking about because it's not for a lack of available information. Everyone has the avail- the information at their fingertips the same way. We all have the internet. Yeah, but we all right. can, so we that's all, why the internet is right. the great hope and at the same exact but time. But our, great, but our research, what we're looking at, what we're tuning into, isn't driven by our curiosity. It's driven by our belief system. When we change that, that action is driven by our curiosity. So the problem that I'm seeing is that 40% of this country suffers from a belief system that's poison. But it, yeah. but I think it is happening with the youth. Like Definitely. You're, you're a product oh, yeah. of your environment, but then also these kids are also going to school at a time where, you know, uh, it's not cool. Like, the, the world's become way more PC, and it's not cool to call, you know, Mexicans a certain, you know, like, thing that Trump is doing. Or, like, Absolutely. talk about blacks a certain way, or do something about gays, or talk about Muslims a certain way. So all these things, I think the youth is seeing. So it's going to be a little bit of a lag time before we get to that thought process. But I think it is happening in these places you're talking about because of the internet. Absol- so, like, if you're a product of your environment, you grew up without the internet, without the wide reach of knowledge right. from right. everywhere... Like right now, every kid in Middle America is seeing YouTube videos that you and I are seeing. Right. right. And they're also seeing right. all the memes and everything. You guys there. are under, you, there's so many other parts of America that are like 15 years behind us. I know, that's, that's what I'm saying. That's what we're talking about. about. No, no, I that's what his point is. Amir's hitting the fucking nail right on the head. But they're You're not really bright as like yeah. thrown into all the multimedia aspects of social media that right. we are in like LA and New York. Right. True. So like they'll get like bits of it from like they like. I was just in North Dakota. They don't even like hardly ever use Instagram there. Like it's not yeah. huge. Yeah, they're like it is in LA. Like so, I'm just saying. Like there's aspects of their culture that it's a little aren't, stunted. Yeah, social... like it's just not right. at the point that we are 
So, I don't know. No, yeah. no, you're making a good, really good point. There's a lot of people that are, they have no resources in America. And I have no money to, to have, like, even a, an iPhone. is a yeah. big, like, enemy to yeah. Trump. Because what is? Social media. It is. Yeah. It because is. it's making really him pointed out his bullshit. Right. Like, but at the same time, go look at his followers. Yeah, his Twitter feed is how right. he runs his campaign. Correct. He's not even he's running, like he's, not even, he's not even running a media buy campaign. He's not even running TV commercials. So let's, to run for president because right, of his yeah. Twitter is so effective. So let me just say one, one more thing about that, that exact point about, so, so you're exactly right, Amir, that people aren't getting those messages and what you're saying, Maddie, as well. But I think the, the, the reason for it is because we are not having real conversations. We're not, mm-hmm. we're allowing, and it's, I've said it a billion times, it's because the two party system is so bifurcated to hate each other and, and mm-hmm. bifurcated and then created to hate each other and on each other's throats so aggressively that we, we don't have real conversations. We instead are like touting party lines right. and yeah. are right. pushed immediately into opposing camps. That's exactly the one thing that needs to be combated. We can't have conversations like now, I, that are not two-sided. We need to understand yeah. we need the other side. Area. It was never but, this bad. I gotta yeah. pull, I'm gotta. i going to pull... It's all grades, all in the middle. Area. Yeah. It was, the middle is where the yes. truth lies in almost every issue. Exactly. And that's where we're never having the conversation. Exactly. Always, she's the worst ever, he's the worst ever, she's wrong, he's wrong. Yeah. No They're guns wrong. at all, You're always wrong. guns. Yeah. Take right. away my gun, yeah. I'm going to die. Absolutely. And the answer's in the middle. And that's 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 what I think. Every issue, we need to just actually arrive at a compromise to decide it. With, with guns, I think the answer is... Our Countries based on guns, and guns are great, and they are good to protect yourself. And at the same time, we also should not have easy access to guns. There Assault should be a background. Nor should the NRA be allowed to dictate lobby public Congress. policy and right. lobby Congress. Well, Absolutely. And, that, and so we can Which either tackle system. each issue one by one and try to win them slow. That's what we're trying to do now in a very ineffective way. Or right. the one thing that was going to be the message of Occupy Wall Street and really was the message of Bernie as well is just the, the one thing should have been to get the money out of politics. Got to get the yeah, money out of politics. If you do that one thing, Absolutely. that was the, the get the goal money out that of was politics. being formed. And right. I'm so lazy, and I feel like I let people down. I talk about it on the podcast a lot, but I never wrote this article I wanted to write for Huffington Post about exactly that. When he finally was out, and he was still holding on to his dogs right. and didn't concede, right. he should have used that leverage to Push publicly that. force Hillary to choose him. Right. As her VP, right, and he would have to compromise also. And yes. so I'm not going to win in these four years. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not going to win the free college. I'm not going to win right. everything. But right. if they made it his only goal, I'm going to focus these four years to get the money out of politics, and they we'll let Hillary be the bigger than agenda. any of the, right. anything. Maybe anyway. change the fuck. You would have gotten. By the way, if you could get the money out of politics, everything Bernie is on his platform, literally by domino principle. 80% of it would already ha- would, would happen right. yeah. because you would have no special interests. You know what, though? I think I want to make the point that we're getting there. You know what I mean? Like, we're getting there. The fact yeah. that Bernie was so popular yeah, and right. most people wanted him okay. and most so, young people were saying, no, that's who I want. I didn't vote for Hillary. That's amazing that we're getting to that place. Right. I like Sad that, that we're not there point. yet. Now, I'm going to pull the age card for a second. It's something I never, it. ever, ever do. Me. But I, I will tell you that when I was growing up, I grew up in a pretty um, conscious household, okay? Yeah. And I remember the 1976 election when Carter won. And I told my mom I was too sick to go to school because I wanted to stay home and watch the inauguration. And it was that year, 1976, that I really started paying attention to politics. And I started reading a lot, and I became a history buff. And I started reading a lot of history. And the one thing I can tell you is, when you were saying, you know, the two-party system, it's fragmented, blah, blah. It really wasn't like this, really wasn't this splintered, this divisive, this horribly toxic. 
before 1980. Ronald Reagan and that religious right is the thing that really created this terrible, terrible divisiveness between the two parties. Before that, shit actually got done. <laughs> you had an infrastructure. You had public works and money for education. Mm-hmm. Reagan decided education, public education was a bad investment. That, those were his words in writing. It's bad investment. Wow. Don't you remember ketchup is a vegetable? Oh right. Right? Oh the, the public lunch, the school lunch program. Cut the school lunch program. Well, they need vegetables. Ketchup yeah. is a vegetable. Right? That was all, that's where it all began. And it, unfortunately. Noise box, Morrison comes back in. As he sits back down, noise. rips open a gum <laughs> container. Just walk somebody to the car. Could have done the gum thing anywhere on the walk. <laughs> I literally feel like when you do the fucking sound effects for movies. What the fuck is it? Are you no, he does a lot of ADR. It's not his he fault. Does he does looping. Oh my god. Foley. He's, no, he's, yeah. yeah, Foley. Yeah. He works at Foley Stadium. Yeah, I'm really well. glad I came back. <laughs> You're gonna go pee, go pee. People can go exit and enter. Quietly, it's all good. No one needs to know because it's minutes between people talking anyway, oftentimes. But this has been a phenomenal brain scratch. It's interesting, right? Fantastic. So, so, so Reagan did a lot of that. Absolutely. And I think that, in addition to when 24 hour cable news started, it just ruined it because it played just like Instagram and Twitter does to our most narcissistic tendencies and made our politicians, TV stars, and they run to these shows and complain about the other side and they just buy into more of the fucking selling our whole government and our governing down the river. It's fucked up. Well, but it could be changed so easily. Think about it, just a couple things. If To get the money out of policy, all you really need to do would be to institute term limits. Absolutely. I had this idea for years. We should fucking flip the salaries. Go back to equal time. Go back to equal time on TV for Absolutely. candidates. Sure. Publicly fund elections. Totally. And you just also flip the salaries. This is my own idea. Flip the salaries of teachers and Congress people. Totally. So give teachers $175,000 a year. Congress people $45,000 You'll get the best true public Then you'll get the best civil servants you ever saw. You'll get people who give a shit that want to make a difference. Then you give them a badass Christmas bonus. Absolutely. Based on productivity. Or give them bonuses for passing shit. They should do that in Congress. I was going to say, based on productivity. Then you can replace equal the money the lobbyists are paying. Totally, them. man. That's exactly how I think. We just solved it. By the way, that was not <laughs> Ben Orphan. That was me and Ben Glebe high fiving. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Oh ben didn't. Ben didn't just break out a box of crackers and start <laughs> chewing into the fucking thing. I just, I just got invited back with a young lady, and I said I couldn't because I had to finish your oh. fucking podcast. Oh, what a poor oh. baby! You have to finish the. No, podcast that means you're own. going in 20 minutes. Is right. what that means. Hey. That doesn't mean he passed it oh, up. Dude. He's going to go home and watch Friends. Oh, it means I'll see you in dead. 20 minutes. I mean, yeah, no uh, I came you? back to be with you guys. And then got labeled noise box Morrison. Well, I still have a noise box. <laughs> I don't have to fucking try that Morrison, I would like to say I think you are hilarious. I thought hilarious. your stand-up was great tonight. And I Thank think you. these guys are being too hard on you. And you're Thank clearly you. getting, you know, not appreciating yeah, you anymore. Like you got any to go tonight. No. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, fucking on record? Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, I am Amir. Amir. You know, Seven. short bathroom break, they didn't even know I was gone. <laughs> <laughs> I was feeling bad. And now oh. I feel worse. Oh, Thank it's you. Hilarious. There's an open spot in the room. No, we're all good friends. Really? I only criticize Ben in this way because he literally is on the podcast like almost like a third of the episodes and he's a brilliant mind and he's a brilliant comedian and he's so fucking great. And for some reason, he also always loves to do little 
self-sabotage and or recording audio quality sabotage things. Mm-hmm. Same time, you also just saved the podcast because my battery is at, is at now 5% and Ben's now recording and he's got a strong 67. Yeah, like the last podcast I listened to, did you have a, you just got like a Maraca uh, cell phone case or something? <laughs> 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 it took a while. Hilarious. Uh, I have case. a question for you, Ben, regarding sure. the television thing you were saying about Reagan. You're kind of blaming Reagan for the, I mean, that Reagan era for, um, I don't know, what did you say about Chastler was I, I was. Oh, you were saying. Like, yeah, absolutely. Started I, with abortion. Oh, oh, the abortion issue. That was the thing that the first time uh, a political party chose an actual issue to go after another political party over. Oh, interesting. And it was okay. decided in a phone call. I just wow. saw in a doc. I just watched a documentary Dr. about this. It was a major deal. They had the head of the religious right on the phone with Reagan and one of Reagan's major publicists. Didn't and Reagan go anti like rap too at one point with his television? Reagan was anti 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 rap. He was there was like um Nancy yes, Reagan was like what it was, policing like rap and sorry. They put labels on records. That when I first a, started doing stand up comedy, horror. it was one of the first bits I ever did. They were putting PG and R labels on <laughs> records. Nancy Reagan came up with this yes. idea because at that time when rap first came out, it was so fucking hard right. that they didn't think it was appropriate for kids, so they needed oh, to write like with. movies. But that I agree with. Yeah. It should be like movies. Yeah, like it, it's censoring. Much more accessible movies. It's censoring. No, no, it's not. No, it's not. Labeling and rating is not censoring. Censoring is censoring. I Cutting out words. It's you very different. Have it, it's just like because, you don't want your kid to listen to something. Right. I mean, yeah. that's like valid criticism today, and rap music should have it. Movies at least have a two hours of context. Maybe there's some moral in the movie full of fucked up scenes. A song, someone's literally just writing for an hour, like, I'm gonna fuck you in the ass. And I'm kill the fuck cops. You in the ass. Kill, kill the, the cops. cops. Right. You can't say that kind of shit. How like, do you get all the money yourself? Yeah. Was, <laughs> that was your debut stand-up comedy album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Don't do that to you. When I was in fourth grade, my mom took me to buy uh, the Humpty Dance, that album by, what was it, Digital Planets? Digital Underground. Digital Underground, yeah, yeah that album. And I got the album, and we're sitting in like this parking lot, and she was like, Give me, I want to see those lyrics, I want to see what, what, <laughs> what you're listening to. Oh, you're not listening to this And I sat there, and she sat in the, pat, in the front seat, and she literally read out loud, she goes, I like the girls with the boom, I once got busy in a Burger King bathroom, Benny. <laughs> <laughs> Did she get to and in the '69? My humpty nose will tickle your rear. No, I think at that point she folded it back up on the cassette and just handed it to me. <laughs> See, now, when I was 12, I made my mom buy me Zeppelin four for Hanukkah, and she. No this, one is old enough to know what that means. I understand that. And, wait, and she did the same thing, and she was reading the lyrics to "Stairway to Heaven," going, and as we wind on down the road, what does this mean? <laughs> so that was just like a benign esoteric lyric. Absolutely. <laughs> there was no Humpty dance. My mom wouldn't let, let me listen to Alanis Morissette because she's like, she, she hates Well, me. that's ironic. <laughs> Isn't that ironic? Oh, yeah. yeah well, Blade Solid. Solid. She was like, I don't like, I don't like that she hates so much. But, 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 if I, but if you had not the, the audio isolating ability to hear the way Morrison delivered that joke, it was in classic Morrison style. He said, that's ironic. He's rubbing his leather shoes on the couch. <laughs> he's like rubbing his leather shoes on the couch. What's happening with you? Unbelievable. Dude. Turning he's into a fucking fish. I'm gonna be the fucking. I'm gonna be noise bug. I might as well enjoy it. <laughs> Guys, join us next time. Well, Ben will bring bubble wrap <laughs> and tinfoil and crinkly stuff. So I can do whale sound as well. You can eat potato chips out of the bag. I did a really bad whale sound there. I tried to do a whale and I went, oh, no, 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 no
<laughs> whale's coming. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> That's a whale who swallowed a phone. Why is the whale from Pinocchio? Hello. <laughs> they didn't have phones. They didn't have portable phones. Geppetto might have had a wooden like right. rotary. Did he, you think they had phones in Geppetto time? What? Yeah. Yes. I mean, Pinocchio probably took place in the early part of the 20th century, right? That's a strong idea. I mean, I'll say it. I'll say it. We're already going here. Yeah, a cricket. Crickets existed. You had those things. Yeah, you put your ear up, and there's like a wire, and then the middle of your ear. Right. Yeah. Dixie cup. Yeah, figured it out. I am very afraid of whales, but at the same time, I always heard of wanting to live in a whale for a while. That's so cool. You see, it looks cozy. In it looks so cozy. They had candles and books and shit there. I mean, if you had to live in a whale, you got candles and books. I don't think it'd be that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you got like fresh sushi that's on the wall. Walls of fresh sushi. Let's pull it down. Mmm, great fresh whale meat. Let's do it. <laughs> Have you heard about the guy who was like a diver? Or no, he's a scuba diver. Just a scuba diver. That's, that's what I was yes. No, he was swallowed by an orca, and then the orca Whoa. like spat him out after like three days. Yeah, keep it down, noise bucket. <laughs> Chaser with the fucking new references. You remind me of a young Ricky Ricardo. Reference, <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Uh, sometimes this podcast tonight feels like those chocolates on the conveyor belt. You guys just out of control. Uh, three people got the references. Most people here, guys, we got one, two, three, four, five. Very famous. That's all the highlights. Tim impersonate Lucy Ball. Just make all facial expressions. Just a lot of shocked faces. No, I'm kidding. I don't look like her. Facial impressions are great on podcasts. You're killing it right now, guys. She's killing it. Trust me. Oh my god, it's just, it's Lucy's crying. Everyone do their best Lucy impression. Ready, go. Ah, uh, Ricky! <laughs> oh, wait, you did, you did the voice now. I did oh. a vocal one, I don't know. Guys, what Killing we're doing, it. we're gonna do the rest of the podcast instead of covering the news, we're just gonna do uh, very off impressions. Okay. Oh, of perfect. classic American television. Perfect. Holy shit, Chastler, I've never seen a better Danny Glover. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That was in honor of the new um, Lethal Weapon show. I wanted oh, to do that. Why did that? All right, all right, all right. I'm Great. getting too old for that shit. This yeah. shit. Oh. I'm driving around. I'm looking at billboards for MacGyver, for Lethal Weapon, for Hawaii Five-0. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? We, we've going gone on. to the altar in 1985, and I pray to God that's not true, because that means Trump wins, because he's pretty much biffed. Yeah. In alternate 1985, yeah. he's on the tower, the Biff yeah. Tower. He's oh, married yeah. to, the, to, the, to Marty McFly's wife. Trump's. And he, get the fuck out of here, Marty. Oh, it's fucking exactly Donald Trump. It really is. Damn they, they based that character off Donald Trump. You know that, right? Yes. Did they really? They yes. did really. No way. Yes, that's why he has yes. a big tower in the movie. Shut the fifth tower. And it's an alternate version of history yes. that could happen that's if he succeeds. True. What was yes. Back to the Future is coming true. And people are going around on fucking hoverboards all the time. I want a hoverboard. What was the year? I want a hoverboard too. Sound a lot like Marty. Right? Oh my god, Doc. Oh, Doc. Oh, what's happening? 
Wait, I can't. <laughs> Wait, why did Wait. you get JJ at the end? I know. I know. What yeah. happened to Kayla? I think everyone should go around and do the best impression of whatever character they can do. Oh, okay, God. and then we're going to quickly cover Hillary fainting, do Twitter answers, and be done in the next five minutes so Amir can leave. Okay. And Amir's going to sit Amir. down, so we're going to be done within five minutes. He's just standing like Five minutes, we'll be done. Drink. You guys do your impressions. Down. You start, I'll come back with the best impression of a guy that has a new drink. And drinks for everybody. <laughs> We're going to be done by the time you come back, oh, guarantee right. it. Well, let's do it. Let's do it quickly. Yeah, literally right. four minutes, five minutes. Yeah, yeah, sure. Okay, so sure. Character real quick. In a circle. Hillary, fainting. And then we do Twitter answers. It'll take a total of four minutes. And right. starting with Kayla, since you suggested it. Okay. Um, I'll do an impression of Catherine Hepburn. I'm going to do an impression of Kate Blanchett doing an impression of Catherine Hepburn. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, well, I sweat in your death. Aren't we a fine pair of misfits? I can do it better. I can do it better. <laughs> no, it wasn't Pretty good. Solid. I can do it. You gotta smile more. Don't worry. No, we're, I don't, don't yeah. worry. We're, like, we're not recording. <laughs> we are. It's okay. I'll, uh, you, you it was are. solid. I liked it. I liked it. That was it's a more fine a, it's more, Really? Doing Unless, Chrissy, you've got better than, than Lucille Ball. I know. I was we can so let that one sit. so great. No, um, I actually do a really creepy... Okay, impression of Smeagol, you know, like Gollum. Precious. Mm. You know, like, um. You just said the word precious in a whisper. <laughs> like, it's, not, uh, it's not wonderful. I'm no, 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 I can do it. That got better at the end. <laughs> the end got pretty yeah. good. Or you could also do, you know, Yoda. Your time is up. Yeah, I'm so sorry. Okay, right. no, I'm kidding. I went to go see the Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's only one, one character. <laughs> On Christmas Day, I went to go see the Lord of the Rings at Two Towers with my dad, and it was like a blizzard and I ate mushrooms before I went. <laughs> And they were, they, they, were, they were peaking when he was having his bipolar milk conversation oh with himself. And I started crying. Not the sun, not the sun. So, Ben, what's your character, brother? What's my character? Yeah, you got one, one voice or character that we can all do. I was li- listening to Jeff Goldblum. He did Mark Maron's podcast. Oh and he's never done with a sentence. <clears throat> he's like, well, yes, uh, the, the <laughs> thing is incredible, isn't it, that... The people, yes, yes, of course, yes, the people who wrote it, yes, they wrote it with It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. That's good. Amir K. Uh, Mad TV. Okay. Airing now. All right. Hey guys, I'm Michael Phelps, man. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> got these medals. No one's ever heard the motherfucker talk. <laughs> that's how he gets, that's how he gets Man TV, you guys. You just yeah. gotta do off the wall, you know? You yeah. can't do Catherine Hepburn doing fucking, uh, Prince of Potter Young and Prince of Potter Cox. Right. <laughs> I thought it was I good. mentioned two Thank pushes. You. I thought it was great. No, it was two managers. managers. You got a pat. Uh, Jeff. No, it was good. Uh, ah, it's Joe Pesci complaining about your podcast. What the fuck is this shit? <laughs> You bring me down here to do a podcast, not even a microphone. I got a freaking beatbox over here, guys doing like voices and noises. What the hell? I'm here to talk over you? Is that what it is? I'm here to, I'm here to talk over you? No, I, I, I don't get it. I want you to explain to me why I got to talk over you. Solid. Solid. I give it a, I give it a seven. It's solid seven. How many, how many of us know who Joe Pesci is? Everybody. Everybody knows who Joe Pesci is. Are you a clown? A clown? Uh, that, that's Joe oh, Pesci. I'm, I'm here to amuse you. Well oh done, Chrissy. That was almost as good as your Lucille Ball. I'm here Ball. to amuse you. Almost. Uh, Madeline. Okay, mine's Quite. more of a singing one. Okay. It's Shakira. Lucky that my breath's so small and humble, so you don't confuse him. I'm down in the lay all lay all lay. Lay all lay all lay. That was very solid. Wow. That was very good. 
was a, that was a 9.5 to a 10. I mean, that was pretty accurate. Was Watch out. If you saw all of the bodies yeah. celebration happening now, it would be <laughs> even better. First. It's a it great. Yeah, I can't it. watch. The posture was amazing. Yeah. Posture was really good. Hand motions. Yeah. She had like the finger great. thing. She was doing not the, do the finger thing. Benny Glee, Benny Glee, ladies and gentlemen. Benny I didn't even think about which one I want to do. Oh, so critical uh, now. Um. I don't know. I don't know which one to do. What if we just give you one? Ben, you know his. I'll just Morrison. do one I don't think I've done on the podcast, even though I, you can give me one, sure, but I was going to do Aaron Neville singing. You reminded me of singing, but this sounds a little similar to Shakira, to be honest. It does. Well, Ben, Morrison, give... doing your impression of her, Shakira. Morrison, what's your favorite impression Glebe does? He does a pretty damn good Nicholson, and he's proud to do it. He's a proud Nicholson impersonator. My voice already hurts. It hurts to do Nicholson, to do it well. Can I'll do it. I'll do it. I mean, I always deliver. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> All right, do, do, do Jack Nicholson postal worker. I have a sip of your wine. So I need I need to wet the whistle slightly. Oh, to do what? Jack Nicholson postal worker. Because you deliver. <laughs> oh, I like that. Mrs. White is gonna wet your whistle right now. <laughs> um. So everybody that does Nicholson does like young Nicholson, which is like that's the easy one. It's like how are you, Jack Nicholson? But old modern day Jack Nicholson's I'm like, how are you? <laughs> Sitting here at the Hollywood Improv. <laughs> Isn't that exciting? Wow. Look at you, staring at me, looking at me with these books behind me. There are no Jews hidden behind the books. Thank <laughs> <laughs> uh, Solid. Thanks. Very solid. Absolutely. Very solid seven. Very good. Very, oh, I'm giving you an eight five. Thank you very much. I that was solid. Eight five, five nine. All really good. You can sing eight five till I gave him seven. That was dope. Was fucking time change. It was yeah. Great. It was him yeah. through history. Yeah, he changed a lot. Here's Johnny. Right. <laughs> and I like you the really specificity of the aged Nicholson. Yeah, Thank you very much. Very accurate. Thank you so much. Yeah. I know how many people know what aged means, right? It's like age goes to D at the end. Yeah. When you were alive, Chester, what was it like back in the... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I, when I was Listen, born... When I, here's the thing. When I was born, they didn't have dirt streets. There were no... It was just... It was air. There was not even a street. We had to wait for the dirt. And so we could ride horse and buggy. Okay, so... I mean, That's if you have to go, I understand. I just want to grab a drink for the clothes. Okay, <laughs> okay. And get me a soda water, too. I will, 100%. With lime. Thank and you so much. You guys and a one for Kayla. Yeah, okay. I'll meet you guys downstairs. Oh, my gosh. You're like, I'm not coming back. Okay, we'll meet you guys downstairs. Yeah. We're going to be done in a second. Sorry, no worries. You were so funny. Sorry. Thank you. Cretaceous Watch Mad TV, everybody. What night and day is it? Uh, <laughs> it was just Tuesday, Tuesday night. <laughs> we're still recording, guys. We're doing a lot of overtalk. I'm going to be downstairs. Tuesday night. Sounds good, buddy. Thanks, Amir. Amir K, everybody. At Amir K Comedy. Nice work, Amir. Uh, very funny. You fucking genius. crushed it. You fucking crushed it. Smart, um, sharp, funny. Yep. Um, so, Hillary fainting. Uh, what do you guys think? Was this as a big a story as it was made to be? I should politicians have to report within a day a diagnosis of a cold or pneumonia? I don't think so. She was still plugging through on the campaign trail, in my opinion. She has a lot, yeah. I Trump think. just made it, her health such an issue that a normal cold or like a normal, she kind of got faint. Sensationalism, yeah. completely. Yeah. He created Absolutely. it. I think she fainted because she imagined a Trump presidency. Oh. <laughs> she should have said that. She should have said that. She was like, oh, women's rights. Oh. <laughs> There's a lot of stress on the body to have to 
to do all that yeah i feel for her yeah that's hard hard. in her little mini heels too yeah and she's a woman so they're waiting for her to fall they're waiting for her to fail so tell me here what exactly happened a woman in her 70s got faint 68 68 in 92 degree weather after traveling and keeping up a 17 hour a day schedule yeah wow so what exactly happened though i'm trying to understand what's newsworthy exactly you know what i mean that's the point i don't even think people are furthering their own agenda people are using this news story to be like she's not fit to be president like it's not it's a non-issue somebody posted a picture of uh, who is it fdr in his like wheelchair (laughs) manager is that what i think of yeah, yeah, yeah. FDR. yeah FDR wasn't he had like yeah. um, polio? Polio, that's right. And they were like, oh, he's unfit to be a president, right? In his wheelchair, he did fine. He did great. I mean, because <laughs> and, and I'll tell you why though. It's 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 largely because uh, you don't need to really walk to make good policy. No, seriously, walking is not a big part. Of it. You don't need to walk. No. I am. I'm a 22 year old girl who. <laughs> Gets up in the morning and feels faint just from standing up. So <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. More often than not, like yeah, you know, feel, yeah. Why are you feeling faint some morning? That's another question that's been <laughs> I, I have probably anxiety and 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 not stretching enough. Probably <laughs> stretching is key. <laughs> you gotta get that blood flow going. Yeah, exactly. Stretching is very good for anxiety. Yeah, it's important. Yoga. No, yoga. Yeah. Zach, are you being serious or being sarcastic? I think he's being serious. You no, are being serious. Yeah. Namaste. I'm chill as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, you see me lounging? Yeah, have you ever seen? I mean, Ben meditates every day. That's amazing. And. If you ever seen him meditate, he gets so peaceful. He's like assembling <laughs> shit. He's eating popcorn. It's very. I work at IKEA. Yeah, it's very noisy meditation. The day. Do you think this election really? Is... You have to quiet the voice in your head and the the uh, home mini vac that you're vacuuming <laughs> while you're fucking meditating. <laughs> Just meditating over here, you guys. Do you think this election really comes down to like the? retards versus Americans? Are we really going to get an actual count of the numbers of total re-reason America? And it's going to be like a census. We're going to have an actual number of complete and utter wasteoids and everyone else. We're going to get a tally. So my point then was fell on deaf ears, apparently, and you could even probably be president and be deaf. That would be harder. Yeah. That would be harder, but you could get translated shit. Wait, what? But... That's not fair to say. That's the whole point and why Trump supporters would close off to statements like that. And they're an incorrect statement when you're saying. I know we have this tendency to like, de- we can demonize the things that he says are fucked up, but you can't ignore the reality of why these people are not morons. They're not idiots. They're manipulatable by his brilliant marketing right. and by these multi billion dollar media machines on the right that. I don't know. I, I'm but if sure they don't have access to information and their families reach that and the religion teaches them that in, in certain like overly dogmatic towns where that religion teaches like a more bastardized version of what the true essence of it is supposed to be, um, which is more about values and not about these issues that get used as wedges. Like you saying the first time when Reagan did that and used right. abortion as a wedge issue, somebody calls up and is like, what if we start calling it killing babies and then we can create, we can win our, our, our greedy agenda to make money. Right. So we need to, to, to have that debate right now as a country and like actually, and luckily we're going to have the debates. We're going to have three debates where they're going to go head to head. And Trump's idea also of them talking without a moderator is even not a bad idea, but um, go ahead. This debate already took place. 
and it took place after World War II when they were looking at Hitler's propaganda machine, which Donald Trump took fucking page one through 50 from. He literally had one of Hitler's books at his bedside. Next to his bed, at his speeches. He he read Hitler's speeches, a book of Hitler's speeches. And the thing about Hitler's propaganda machine was that it was geared towards the lower intellect, the average masses. And there's a real philosophy about how to sell the average masses. And that's what he did. These people are not brilliant. These people are not even overly intelligent. And when you listen to them speak, some of them have a problem conjugating a verb. But they'll speak to you as if they're the smartest person. I know for a fact. I mean, it is the one thing. <laughs> the one thing that like makes me feel. It is true that like when people like the hate I get on Twitter is ninety five percent of the time in one hundred and forty characters chock full of grammatical and speaking errors. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes me feel sort of better and also sort of worse for the country, but better at least yeah. for my comedy. See, I, I, but, oh, sorry. No, it's okay. I think my question is: is is this ignorance a? deliberate choice. Is it ignorance or is it just literally that they're the lower income, hardworking American people that literally are so easily manipulated because they've never been given the chance that's what to have is. an upper hand. That's what it is. And I think that's what he's taking advantage of. Is exactly. These people have Absolutely. already been marginalized that's and put in is. this position where they have nobody really voicing them. And that's literally what, I don't know, my very, very Republican uncle posted a, a, like a really good article. It was very mm. well written, but it was basically mm-hmm. saying that is that Trump appeals to that type of voter that has is like the farmer or, you know, owns like, I don't know, like an auto lot and he's like breaking down cars and he has no idea what a, how to read a book. And he's been marginalized his whole life. And all of a sudden somebody's speaking for him or what he thinks he believes because he's so illiterate and ignorant that he doesn't even it, know any better. And it doesn't help that he's already proven himself to be like a Hollywood star. Right, right. exactly. He's, he's a celebrity. celebrity. This is Donald a... Trump is the, right. is literally what Hollywood represents. Exactly. And, and Hollywood is like the number one, I think, export, one of the biggest exports of our country. Like, Hollywood has a huge impact on American people right. and everyone else. Mm-hmm. And like, Donald Trump, ha- like, just is the celebrity. He, he caters to that charisma that mid- Midwesterners look up to yeah. so much and they're like he's like the aspire like they want to aspire to be like him because he's a millionaire yeah, he's just and all he's like, show oh, and he's so cool he looks like a leader cause yeah exactly Hollywood yeah exactly smoke mm. and mirrors yeah right so I he, guess the go ahead. you have something yeah Gehring I mean I'm just we because this, this I'm, Gehring said every single educated person is a future enemy think about that for a second that's true. Okay, and That's think true. about since, and again, I go back to 1980 because this is when education started getting cut and school programs started getting cut. Mm-hmm. And think about how dumbed down the GOP has fought to keep American society to sell an unrealistic agenda, yep. namely war. Yeah. Think about that. Nope. And now these people that are left without a true GOP candidate to at least lead them in some fashion or direction are left with Donald Trump. So you have all these dumbed down middle American masses that are used to being led around by at least something that takes them to the same place every time. And that is war and your social security check. Now they got and they use fear tactics, and, yes. and, yeah. right? And they use fear tactics to do it. But now you have this guy taking advantage of the fact that these people have been dumbed down for the last forty-five years. Well, so that's the other thing that I that I that I say repeatedly on this <laughs> podcast is that 
the good side, the side that's voting, that's pushing moral, more moral and helping those actual people, helping those poor people, right. helping those people that don't have a job, helping the people that go off and die in the wars that are we're being led to just to make money for military industrial complexes right. that aren't even fighting them oftentimes for just purposes. Sometimes, of course, they are, hopefully most of the time, but not always, certainly, if you look at recent history. Um, the good side needs to fight with equal fire. Agreed. You can't, the, you're already the good guy. Bat, Batman and Superman are the good guy, but they beat the shit out of the bad guy. When you're fighting evil, you don't also be polite about not the wanting Democrats to push it down your throat and not wanting yeah. to 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 Im impose and wanting to get everybody politely on board you can't you're fighting evil you got to fight with till to the death against evil right. and the democrats are pussies about that and i've said it a billion times we need to fight harder mm -hmm. and you need to use trump tactics and kanye tactics and fucking just marketing tactics where you say your idea is the best and you're a dumb dumb if you don't listen to my idea i'm gonna keep you safe and i'm the one that's gonna do it and he's wrong and you have to be harsher and and more stark. And Hillary Clinton and a lot of Democrats appeal to the head and, and Bush and Trump appeal to the heart. And that's what convinces people. Right. Sometimes. So you have to play that game. So that's a big part of it. Sometimes you have to fight your fired with your fired. Exactly right. You're I like that. That was pretty good. Sorry, Sorry 30 seconds that was sitting there dying to come out. That's pretty solid. That is pretty solid. Um, so I guess the, the big question other than that is how do you do it? How do you how do how do we country get the bands. message across in this next two months? Country bands, country right? Bands. That's a big part of it. It's one of the few country bands. If you can I'm get going to Dallas tomorrow for shows. You can get tickets at bangleep.com. I was just in Iowa a week before last, and I was literally, I mean, even up there, it's like it's a really interesting thing. They like they, you don't understand. All we do is grow stuff, and when we can't grow stuff, we go hungry. Right. You know, right. like. Or when the government pays us to not grow stuff to still get farm subsidies, but at least then they They're can get They're fighting Monsanto in Iowa. Those yeah. people are not happy folks. Oh, it's fucked up. So we have to do Twitter answers and we'll close this thing out. I also have to, just because I need people to know, I'm coming to Dallas and Hyenas this weekend, the 16th and 17th. I'm playing the Kennedy Center in D.C. on the 20th, this coming Tuesday. Uh, the Family Theater, you can get free tickets to that show and to my show this tonight, Thursday the 15th in Plano, Texas. Both free shows. Please get tickets. Uh, to all of it at bangleep.com, all the information is there. Then I'm going soon to Seattle Laughs and to Boston Laughs and to Sunnyvale uh, Rooster Tea Feathers and the Hell Yes Fest in New Orleans. I'll be headlining the Joy Theater on October 11th, I believe. Um, so please get tickets at bangleep.com and uh, watch Idiot Test. We have one week left of new shows before the season is essentially sort of done. Um, and we have one or two left that surprise up our sleeve, but basically... Every Tuesday at 10 on GSN. Check that out. And uh, anybody else have a, a very pertinent plug? We already mentioned your Twitter. So anything else very burning? Let's plug it. And uh, then... I'm at the Comedy Store the 27th, and you can hear my voice in Ice Age 5, which is great. Are you serious? <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. I make my car payment. I was in Ice Age 4. <laughs> I was in Ice Age 4, and I was bummed I didn't get to be in 5. Oh, I love it. We're part of the same franchise. I love that. Very cool. Who do you play? Uh, I'll tell you when we're off the air. Because oh, okay. It's not, it's not out yet. It, no, it's out, but I have two voices, and one of them's in NDA. Because I cover celebrity voice in one of them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Well, you could save the other one then. The other, oh, the other one is two scenes. I play Squirrel. Cute. Very cool. I play a sloth in Continental Drift. I love Marshall. It. I play Marshall the Sloth, Sid the Sloth's younger brother, Leguizamo's brother. Oh, I love it. It's really fun. All right, so um, two-part Twitter answers this week. I asked the Brain Trust. We're checking in now with, as we always do, often do, with the Brain Trust, the Glebe of Extraordinary Gentlemen. The big Gleebers and all of us, Glebe Nations, Glebe Squad, the Glob. 
we're ready for it. The big leapers that we know that we are. The brain trust that everybody that listens to the podcast is. I said, what do you think is the biggest issue facing America? And who's your favorite celebrity? (laughs) (laughs) And here's... Here are some of the answers. At MPH237 says, a lazy, uneducated, poorly informed populace. And Polly Shore. (laughs) (laughs) At Stephanie Walters says, uh, the biggest issue is Trump because he is mentally unstable to run a country. And my favorite celebrities you've been because you have brought happiness and joy to my life and quality entertainment. It's very sweet. That's really sweet. I didn't mean to read that, but that compliment of myself, but it just came out as I was reading it. Um, Somebody else, and somebody, Joshua Wilkinson says, the answer to both questions is Donald Trump. His positions will destroy us, but his entertainment value is unmatched. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Oh, God. Um, Jason Gray says, Twitter polls and Don Rickles. Oh, I like him. Um, Jason Grace also says, Social Security and Val Kilmer as fat retired Batman. <laughs> but I will take, I will stand offense to that. I actually got to hang out with Val Kilmer one night. He's skinny again. And he's dope as shit and the nicest guy in the world. He's the coolest dude. He's super cool. Ben uh, Ben Morrison. I'm right here. Oh, he played Jim Morrison. Morrison. Right. Right. I'm right here. (laughs) Somebody at KP uh, at KP underscore holler says ego and Ben Vereen. (laughs) That is hilarious. Um, Jessica Wheat says, at Rar Jessica, issue we're facing is too much cheese. Everyone is constipated and angry. Favorite, <laughs> don't, don't, I don't disagree with Favorite that. celeb Joe Robinson. Sort of true in a way, right? It's yeah. like we're eating poison, we're eating shitty food, and like, it's just, we're just in bad mood. That's gonna affect the, 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 the gut affects the brain. Absolutely. True that. Yeah. True that. One man show about that shit. Yeah, Ben's called Pain in the Ass. I mean. Actually, the new name of the show is A Comedian's Guide to Crohn's. We just released the whole thing for free online. That's really cool. How can they find it? You should plug that. Just youtube.com slash Ben Morrison. Yeah, after like 15 years of doing the show and selling the DVD, I was like, fuck it, let's just put it out. So the whole 45 minute show is up for free. That's pretty awesome. Anyone you know has Crohn's or colitis or is any way affected, they should see this. Somebody says racial tensions and Henry Zabrowski. Justin Gray says that. Who's Henry Zabrowski? I have no idea. Nobody knows who that is, bro. You got to update. me like he was from my time. Right? <laughs> like I'm supposed to know because his name is Henry, and they don't call people Henry anymore. We, we, we didn't know. You were only met, dude. It was either you or that was just lying like, as it does. Our old friend at, at MN Frosty Boy says, issue lack of love and national unity. So true. Celebrity Matthew McConaughey. Because zero fucks given. He's just himself. I like that answer. Yeah. I like that answer. Matthew McConaughey's favorite celebrity is Matthew McConaughey in 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Platt says, two issues to me have equal concern, untrust with police and an orange ego-driven duck becoming president. Oh, as I often duck. refer to him. He, he's Donald Duck. Oh. And Nick Offerman. Mm. Um, and let's read a last one here. Um, oh wow, there's two two more really good ones here. Uh, we've got Kelly Capel saying gun violence, and Tom Hiddleston with exclamation points and a heart. And you're just saying that to fuck with me, maybe Kelly, because I'm not a fan. He looks like an elbow. I've said it before. <laughs> he looks like a piece of macaroni. This guy, Taylor Swift, was right to dump him, even though it was never real in the first place. It's all <laughs> just a publicity grab, and I'm sick of it. Like they weren't famous. He plays like Thor's bad guy or some shit. <laughs> Fuck this shit. 
And last one is Pear Bear 91 says economic issues, student debt, babies having babies, underpaid Hollywood actresses. Actually, is a real issue. And actors. Steve Martin. So that's a Steve pretty... Martin's underpaid? Yeah. No, no. Steve Martin's famous for every oh. celebrity. <laughs> <laughs> well, excuse me, he would say. Um, so that is that. Um, and uh, Optimus for PA Gov says the biggest issue is divisiveness. Let's all come together again and be one country, one nation, one people. Um, we have to. It's fucking insane that we have gotten away from... We somehow let the media be manipulated so much that we think we're on opposite sides mm -hmm. when everybody's goal is simply peace and happiness and not having strife amongst us. So mm -hmm. we're doing it wrong. We need to fucking talk in a much better way and meet in the middle. That's what we got to fucking do. Yeah, I think that money... Maybe Malcolm in the middle should become president. Malcolm in the middle. <laughs> and wherever <laughs> Malcolm is, again. get him in the freaking right. White House. No, I think it's money. I think money has <laughs> literally right. taken us away from the principles upon which... And I don't want to say humanity and be that bold, but really America and when you're growing up and the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and you learn certain things about like what it is to be a good person. You know, right. to help the guy next to you and the kid next to you doesn't have a crayon, you give him a crayon and like just these basic principles. Why are you hanging out with kids? Why are you hanging out with someone? <laughs> I hang out with who I like to hang out with. I don't know if you say it's judge you. I'm just saying. You're talking um, about teaching empathy to one another. Uh, which Seriously. I think money <clears throat> has taken us away from. I think that's right. capitalism. Thing, but that's but that's the that's the dumb thing that we've allowed. We've just allowed. It's not capitalism. It's it's the greed is good mentality. It's the yeah. greed is good. It's right. what I also posited a few months right. back on the podcast. Is you know how Bush said he was a compassionate conservative, but I think we need to start all becoming because I believe in our system of free commerce and and, and capitalism. We all need to be compassionate capitalists. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Make all the money you want, yeah. but don't do it while hurting anybody else. It's just simply okay. that. Make all the money you want, just don't fucking walk over your neighbor or make somebody die with poison, you know, in the food, in, in the water, literally in Flint, because of that shit. And Trump may be making the point as overtly as possible by being there, literally supposed to be addressing the issue, as wanting to lead the country. And as soon as he gets a chance, and she's the worst, and go Trump! It's like, what a fucking asshole. Um, but again, sorry to keep rambling, but I want to make the point on both sides to be fair. It's, it's, it's valid points that Hillary has done fucked up shit too. And she lies yes. about email and she fucking is duplicitous a lot in those ways. And they are, they do are, they're a bit greedy and allow influence for their foundation to the influence. You're breaking a lot of rules. So it's a bummer that we don't have one person that embraces it. We did with Bernie. With Bernie. Fucking yeah. pure Bernie. guy. Yeah, both are candidates. They're corporate sponsors. Right. And but the then he bought a house. Yeah, exactly. But, How dare you? Yeah, exactly. But that's why, at least, in this one, we can still hear it, <laughs> even if you walk two feet away. <laughs> I, just... I mean, play it back tomorrow and laugh and then also learn from your mistakes. It's unbelievable. Um, anyway. This is what it's like being his friend. <laughs> the mighty Batman. This is what it's like being his friend. Him making excellent points repeatedly, me ignoring them. It's hard. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck kind of a statement is that? Oh I'm hanging out with you two from now on. So you guys call me I'm hanging I don't out. give you any notes. Because I don't have all the time. I'll take any valid note, and I would happily take I'm just it. Not the kind of person that thinks it's notice the disclaimer. Valid note. I'll take any valid note. Right. 
If you disprove my point, then counter-argue. You can't because you don't think to say in response. Why? I don't want to change you. Be you, man. I don't need to fucking give you notes on you. You do Says you the well. guy who's breaking the rules. That's like literally the guy cheating on test being like, I don't need to tell you to not not cheat. You do you. I'll do me. I'll cheat. Fred, Ethel, <laughs> let's save this till after the taping. I prefer Batman Robin. Batman Robin. That's... <laughs> the point is, I, I still Wait, think Robert that... Or in, Ethel? What the fuck? Fuck yeah, dog. Take it, Ethel. <laughs> <laughs> I still think in this instance, Hillary's a better choice because at least she won't accidentally create a world war and run us into the ground. She's qualified have to, put a button to do on. the job. Oh, she's got experience right. in the at White House, qualified. experience in Congress. They all lie. She's not a bad person. Right. I've met her. I've looked her in the eye. She's a person that... That, that you can tell has love in her heart for people. I believe that. To be I fair. met her and her husband, and I agree with that statement. I met Absolutely. them both. I, I the same. They're, they're relatable. They're nice people. Yes. You can tell that. McCain, too. Nice person. Romney, I was wishy-washy when I met him. He kind of creeped me out. He gave me a death stare that freaked <laughs> me out a little bit. I was rude to him moments after he came off stage at the Republican convention, right when he spoke, and had to endorse Sarah Palin as... McCain's right. running mate, right when he was turned down for that position, he wanted it so bad, he comes off the stage, right backstage, I'm there with my NPR microphone, and I say, um, is it hard to spin Sarah Palin like she has experience? <laughs> and he just looked at me so mad and angry and walked away. What a wonderfully phrased question. You couldn't have put it any per any more perfect. I made him feel bad at No fat, but the fucking Thank meat you. of it. Thank you. But... <laughs> So we need to just, I guess, talk so talk more openly be, be, because I guess I never told this part in years too. Then moments later, I went up to Sean Hannity at the convention, and with my NPR mic, I didn't announce who I was first, and I just saved him a, some question about paying on similar question, and he goes, "Who are you?" And he smacked his hand down on my mic, immediately trying to suppress free speech when he's a broadcaster himself. And I go, "I'm with NPR, with KPCC in LA," and he goes. No, no, we're not, we're not talking to you guys right now. And storms off, and I try to follow him, and he literally has thugs, like big Italian dudes that blocked me and actually checked me out of the way. And I, like, screamed at him as he's going away, like, is there no free speech in Hannity's America? As he walked off. Right. And that's just where we are. It's what we talked about. We have media that people only love watching Fox News that don't allow these people don't allow other opinions because they just every issue is only on one side well you just use the word that i hate so much and that's opinion i generally don't i read the newspaper every day my grandfather told me read the newspaper every day would be smarter than every single person you we've know. got tablets now richard i computer like, i like I'm the kidding, smell of kidding. the ink. Another I, like, old joke. I like the newspaper right my but dad does my, too. my point is that when people want to get in conversations with me about politics or that I don't really care what your opinion is. I'm not interested in your opinion. I'm only interested in facts. Talk to me about right. facts. Bring them up. Good tell point. me your facts. Then I'll tell you my facts and let's see where we land. But I don't really care what you think and your opinion is yeah. about what. Who cares? Let's well, talk about how many people are homeless. I don't care about your opinions about why they shouldn't be homeless. Well, the only reason, well, yeah, about the why is. But, I don't care. But opinions are necessary in order to convince people in the gray area where to land. So. One, there might be facts about number of gun deaths that go back to guns. There might be facts about about gun violence that's reduced by longer waiting checks. Um, and there might be facts about why you should be able to have guns and keep guns and it's in our Constitution and all these things. But you need to have an opinion 
But can we Meet weigh in the, the middle. facts? Like, on yeah, that's what I'm saying. How I feel. Let the facts speak for them, goddamn selves. That's how I feel. Right. I don't. You know, your opinion is. Let them speak is, for themselves. You don't even exactly. have an opinion if guns. Well, no, but that's what I'm saying. So, the the, but that's where the issue is. We do. You need. To, you can't just state the facts. There's no policy from that. Policy is the opinion you make based on the facts. Well, so, the policy should follow the facts. That, that's the point. Correct. So we need to be able to have. Like you're saying word is should. We need to be able to have <laughs> the conversation literally to that point. To actually button it by saying, so those are the facts, so where does our, it's more, maybe it's about logic more than opinions. Where does our logic go off the rails? We agree we should be able to keep guns. We agree that there's too much access to guns and crazy people and people with criminal backgrounds shouldn't be able to get guns without a background check stopping it. So can we agree there? We need to actually take these conversations yeah, to fruition, right. not allow them to stay the, as these yeah. wedge right. issues yeah. dividing us. The answer to your question, which I don't believe was rhetorical, is the logic goes off the rails, and I hate to say it like this, but it's true, once you leave network news. And as shitty as network news is, right. it's not talking head pundits giving you their... I don't get CNN and, and Fox News, whatever. Like That's not news. Right. You're not being delivered... Facts by Walter yeah. Cronkite telling you about an event, right. who was there, people the five are, things, who, what, where, why, and when. That's what I want to hear when insanity. I hear the story. If you ever watch the, like, these 24-hour news networks, CNN, and MSNBC, and Fox News, as main three, is the only three really, main three, they literally, Obama will be giving a press conference. They'll go to it, or they'll show literally a maybe 40-second highlight clip, if that, and then just... Oh, and then just talk about it with uh, their opinion people for an hour right. instead of showing the whole hour. You know who doesn't do fact? that? Rachel Maddow. She's just a fact-filled machine. Yeah, but she talked for about 40 ratings. minutes at the beginning of the show. I know. That's why Trump's where he is right that's now. That's why they're exploiting him. Those And by the way, that's, in my opinion... That's irresponsible journalism. Totally. But you can't call them journalists but because the they're not. Time. They're entertainment outlets. Journalists who walk the contract. And Edward R. Murrow. Where are we getting our facts? Right. We're, 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 the place where we're getting our facts and our entertainment is completely different now, in my opinion. Well, it is. Well, the Walter Cronkite model's dead. I know. Cable TV killed it. Yeah. Yeah, but it shouldn't kill it. There should be... There should be able the ability, and it's a show like I'm going to pitch you. I keep wanting to do it, but there should be the ability to to have smart discussions, even on cable news networks, and have many of those shows. We just need to c convince people that they're being duped is the main thing. Isn't that what Bill Maher kind of yeah, does? Yeah, but he just preaches to one side. Right. At least he has conservatives on. Yes. But they all gang up on him, and it's just not. I agree. It's with not that. right. It's closer, but it's not. It's the closest show on TV to do that, but it's not. There needs right to be there. a better, more balanced, open dialogue. Yes. And it needs, to be, it needs to be more accessible and not so heady. Um, I mean, the press is pretty good yeah. for that kind of stuff and face the nation. But right, but they're also not quite wonky there. And they, don't, they don't appeal to the general public at all. So anyway, right. I think if we can give everybody a task, and this has been a very tight 20 minutes. Um, <laughs> must be over an hour at this point. Yeah. Yeah, like, the improv manager said twice, it's past two in the morning, we got to wrap it up. And they're being nice and letting us finish. Um, we need to, all of us to figure out, and just, let me ask next week's Twitter answers right now. Is one fucking question. Let's ask ourselves this figure it out for the election. How do we cut through all of the manipulation that the media on both sides has done to us? And how do we have a real conversation from now until November 4th so we actually are voting on who will do the things that we need for our lives and not based on some slogans or some rhetoric or some bullshit or some lies or some deleted emails or any of that shit? 
how do we actually have the conversation other than subscribe and listen to this podcast because it's exactly what we fucking did for the last hour plus. Right. <laughs> slash tight twin. I'm done. I'm on four <laughs> hours sleep. I've had the longest day in the world. I have two radio shows tomorrow in, in Dallas, Dallas and then a show in Plano and then I mean, listen, I do it for you, for you guys. So it's, please at least do this much. Spread the word of the podcast. Because this conversation is exactly what we're trying, what we're, we're all identifying we need to do. This kind of conversations. I loved being here. I'll, this fun. is great stuff. Thank you very much. Yeah, I'll come back anytime. Thank you so much. To do this. Thanks, Richard. This and is a lot like, like radio when you used to gather around your, your wooden set. And, you know, they would crank it and you'd be able to hear the president's we, weekly address. We had those things that the yell leaders used to use on the football fields in the 20s. And that's how we would we those would do cones. shows through cones. Yeah. Do you really would? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry that I... It makes you feel any better. That was a good time back then. It makes you feel any better. I was on station at the comedy store and made a joke that I've been doing comedy 44 years. And a certain young lady... First, second thought. Wait, what? And Argus goes. I have. <laughs> Argus goes. I have. It's a funny joke for you to make because you for sure been doing it longer than him. No, Argus has been at it literally since really? the dawn of time. Argus who? Argus Hamilton. Vargas Hamilton. No, Argus. Oh, Hamilton. Argus Hamilton. Not Vargas, Vargas Mason. Mason. Argus Hamilton. Argus Hamilton has been working at the Congress. I don't even know that I'm is. not kidding you. For probably, it's got to be go 40 years, 45 years doing stand up. We gotta wrap it up. Anyway, look up Argus Hamilton, guys. I did not know about him. Yeah, and he ended yeah, in two seconds. A true legend. Amir K is here, ending this, this exact second. He just came back from the bar. Get ready to stop when, as soon as I sign it off. Oh, yeah. As soon as Amir has his last thoughts, and he got nice and drunk now, probably. Oh, and fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> guys, cocaine is on sale. Actually, I don't know if you. Know. I'm kidding. Everyone got quiet. Follow <laughs> at Amir K Comedy. Follow at. Kayla L. Chaikin at Richard Chastler at Maddie R. White at Ben Glebe at Ben the Morrison at follow my Instagram Chris Say one two three Chris A <laughs> Chris Say Say like Chrissy C H R I S S A Y one two three love it <laughs> last thought Amir and then we close Chris this puppy last time was a pleasure of being on your podcast Ben a uh, little story about Ben and I really quickly oh my god it's gonna be twenty seconds okay all right. I went to UCLA. I saw Ben on Broom Walk. First time I ever met him. I was in school. I hadn't done comedy yet. And Ben was so encouraging to me. And thank you for that. And that's Aww. why we're here today. Oh, I love that. He, he was actually the 13-year-old boy that was in <laughs> Ben's bedroom. Uh, <laughs> Gotta start wait, somewhere. Wait. Oh, man. Uh, bringing it full circle. I like that. <laughs> to the worst moment of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> to the lowest moment that if I weren't so tired, I would edit out. But it's, I liked it. It was still a good button. It was still a good button, Kayla. And to that we I say... I like girl made it at least. That made us feel less creepy of all of us dudes making those horrible jokes earlier. Yeah, at least we didn't call back the pedophilia. That was really sweet. You ready? Way to make me feel old. Thank you so much. No, no, but no, you were young too. I remember. I was like, hey, this guy could do it. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. <laughs> hey, guys. Seriously? <laughs> on that note... On that note... Uh, until... Oh, wait, uh, please, uh, I hope you guys enjoy on the way out uh, the song that could only button this perfectly. Digital Underground with the Humpty Dance. Until last week, next week, this has been Last Week on Earth. you're doing, cause I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you're used to. I look funny, 
But yo, I'm making money, see? So yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather round. I'm the new fool in town, and my sound's laid down by the underground. I'm drinking a bottle of Hennessy you got on your shelf. So just let me introduce myself. My name is Humpty, pronounced with the Humpty. Yo, ladies, oh, how I like to funk thee. And all the rappers in the top ten, please allow me to bump thee. I'm stepping tall, y'all. And just like Humpty Dumpty, you're gonna fall when the stereos pump me. I like to rhyme. I like my beats funky. I'm spunky. I like my oatmeal lumpy. I'm sick with this. Straight gangster Mac. But sometimes I get ridiculous. I'll eat up all your crackers and your licorice. Oh, yo, fat girl. Come here. Are you ticklish? Yeah, I called you fat. Look at me. I'm This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com.